0: Welcome to Dancing Through Life with Irini, the podcast dedicated to getting you onto the dance floor of life. As we pivot and swirl on the dance floor, we create awareness and shift our mindset. Join me in a playful spirit as we overcome our limitations, inspire each other, and achieve our potential. Let's dance together. Mirini, I'm so happy to have you back for our fourth episode. This podcast is an extension of my ethos as a transformational coach, guiding people to achieve their dreams. My purpose is to inspire and give hope. Wow, can you believe it? We've made it to the final episode of our four-part series on the Castle Principles. These principles were developed by my coaching mentor, Dr. Lance secretus we have a very special presentation today. We're going to hear from Lance himself. He will help us put the principles and his life's work in perspective. We'll also be joined again by our guests, Dancers of Life, Paul Rue and Rebecca Boswell. They will tell us what they learned about the principles over these four weeks. And finally, we will all celebrate our journey together with Lance, with Paul and Rebecca, and with all of you, dear listeners, who have been so generous with your feedback. As we've been telling you, CASEL is an acronym. It stands for courage, authenticity, service, truthfulness, love, and effectiveness. These principles are the brainchild of Dr. Lance Secretin. Lance is the world's top authority on inspirational leadership, a trailblazing teacher, advisor, and expert on corporate culture. He is the author of 21 books about leadership, inspiration, and entrepreneurship. He coaches and advises leaders globally. Lance is the former CEO of a Fortune 100 company, university professor, columnist, poet, author, and athlete. His books, inspirational talks, and life-changing retreats have touched the hearts and minds of hundreds of thousands of people worldwide. In my talk with Lance, please bear with the construction noises. After all, this is the COVID era, and many of us have made our homes into recording studios. Hello, Lance, and welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy and excited to have you join me on the dance floor of life and thank you for volunteering to be a dancer and I'm really honored to have you join me with my brand new podcast. As you know, Lance, we've devoted the first four episodes of my podcast to your castle principles. Before we get into the principles, can you tell us about your mission in life and how the work you're doing is part of that?
1: Certainly, and thank you for asking me to do that. So I think that what's happening uh, in the world as I see it is that we have been teaching how to run organizations and how to lead as if it were engineering. Mm. And say, you know, this is the three things you need to do because then these seven things will happen. Here's your top 10 list of stuff to do and then this will happen and so on. And I honestly don't think it's like that. So I think that what we actually need is to be inspired and we all want to be inspiring and inspired and so we're not looking for more leadership, we're not looking for more engineering techniques for how to manage people or inspire or lead people, we're looking for inspiration and so I think my work is really about helping people understand the difference between inspiration and motivation and to focus more heavily on inspiring others.
0: Mm. And what is the difference between inspiration and motivation?
1: Well, in a nutshell, uh, motivation is fear-based and inspiration is love-based. So motivation I describe as lighting a fire under someone and inspiration is lighting a fire within someone. We have become very, very good at motivating. That's our entire system of our society pretty well mm. in marketing, advertising, in public relations, in politics, in the church, in healthcare, academia, in the workplace, in the police, in the Catholic religion, it doesn't matter where you look. Fear is present mm. and fear motivates us to perform because we either get a reward if we do what we're being asked to or we get punished. And that's as Pavlovian as you can get. That's motivation, yeah. but that's not what turns us on. What, what lifts us up is inspiration.
2: Mm.
0: And
1: that's what we need in our lives.
0: I love that. I love that because it's about love, right? Yeah, I love that. (laughs) So how did you come up with the Castle Principles?
1: Well, it was very simple. We asked people what they did not like about leaders. Mm. What turned them off? And they said they don't like cowards. They don't like people who are phony. They don't like people who are selfish and self-serving. They don't like liars. They don't like people who rule with fear. And they don't like idiots. So, you know, those six things we said, well, gee, this isn't rocket science. Why do we just do the opposite? And the opposite turned out to be courage, authenticity, service, truthfulness, love, and effectiveness. Yeah. And I've spent a lot of my uh, working career looking at opposites because we can take for inspiration things like the Declaration of Independence, you know, statements like we will not be taxed without representation is simply the opposite statement of what was happening because America was being taxed without representation. And people got angry and had a revolution about it. And the result was we made a new statement. And that's what we've done with the council principles. People don't like cowards. Okay, why don't we focus on courage?
0: I love that. I love that it's always really the opposite. Right. Um, Yeah, that's really interesting. Wow, very inspirational. (laughs) So, how can you suggest to integrate these principles on the dance floor of life lance
1: well i think we uh, the reason this works the council principles work is because we love people who live that way
2: Mm.
1: we love people who are courageous i'm using the word love carefully here we love people who are authentic we love people who serve others we love people who tell the truth we love people who are loving and empathetic, and we love people who are good at what they do, effective. So this is what it takes to get the world to love you. So why wouldn't you do that?
0: Yeah, wonder, that's a beautiful point. Can you, can you just share an example where these principles were most effective?
1: Well, I think you can take any example in your life, really, Uh, you know, without going into the detail of a specific example. If I am not able to accomplish an objective, the chances are I'm not being courageous enough. Or if I've got issues going on in my life that I can't seem to wrangle or fix, it's probably because I'm not really telling the truth, either to myself or to others. So, a closer inspection of each of these. Six Castle Principles, will reveal pathways forward for us to do great things in our lives.
0: Yeah, I love how they're all intertwined. I really do. Yes. So where have you applied them that they have been most, most effective in your life?
1: Well, I hope, uh, though I can't claim this, others would have to claim this for, on my behalf, but I hope to live these principles as much as I possibly can. Now, I'm fortunate with lots of people around me who call me out when I'm not living the castle principles, but <laughs> uh, I have, uh, the, my best intentions are to live them every day. So I, I, I just got off a wonderful phone call with several people on our Inspiration in the Cloud meetings uh, on the web. And uh, we were talking about this, how magical it is that when you're inspiring for other people they do wonderful things back to you. And, you know, it's not rocket science. This is, this is called karma. This is as old as the ages. So we just know that you'll get better service from retailers if you're nice to them.
3: Yeah. And
1: you'll get crappy service if you're nasty to them. What's so difficult to understand about this? Why don't we just live our lives in a way that inspires everyone else? Because it's, it's good for us. Never mind them, but it's good for us.
0: It's just so fascinating how we complicate our lives and yet it could be so simple and to the point and so effective, right?
1: Yeah, we've made it very difficult. And also in our era, we've distracted ourselves so much that we can't even think about these things.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Lance, what what do you want your legacy to be to the world?
1: Well, I'm devoting the rest of my life to creating a more inspired world. I think what's happened to our world is that it has become uninspiring. Yeah. And I think that's true everywhere. I think a lot of people are not inspired. 80% of the population would give up their day jobs if they had a free choice. That's a terrible indictment of what we've done to the experience we call work. 55% of marriages don't survive. That's, a, that's a, an indictment of our inability to build good relationships together. And that's because, of course, those, that couple or those couples are no longer inspired by each other. So if we were inspiring every day, then marriages would last forever. So the, in all these different parts of our lives, I want to see greater inspiration. I want to see us each being more inspiring to each other and therefore being inspired. You know, what you put out is what you get. So the, if we, we don't start by trying to find out how do we get to be inspired. We start by saying, I want to inspire other people. When I do that, I will be inspired.
0: Yeah, well, it's really, again, love conquers all. I really believe that. And yes. that's all about inspiration, isn't it?
1: Yes, it is. And love is actually the, the fuel of inspiration in the same way, as I just said, that uh, fear is the fuel of motivation. So we, when we're motivated, we're afraid that we're going to lose something, yeah. like not, not get the reward or the benefit, or we may lose our jobs or get punished in some way. But when we're inspired and if you've had someone in your life who's a mentor or a teacher or a coach that's made a difference in your life, that's a person who inspired you. And they inspired you in a way that did not, they did not need anything. The only thing they wanted was for you to do well.
0: Right.
1: It was all about you, not about them. Motivation is about me, inspiration is about you.
0: Yeah, that fear of either losing something or not getting what we want right so what new steps lance should we all be taking on the dance floor of life for 2021
1: well, what what are we doing now i i think if you read my blog secretan.com slash blog i've written uh, this week that we really need to address covid right now this is probably the biggest thing that's yeah in our lives we can't really get distracted around other things yet until this is a bit more under control and so we need to really come to terms with the fact that this is a long journey it's not going to be over now or just because we've got a vaccine it's not going to be soon let's get ready and prepared and involved with making this journey as best we can and it's not going to be okay again until probably the summer or the fall of next year so we need to just Uh, get used to that idea and be positive about it and do things that it takes it takes to, to flatten that curve to get rid of the virus you have to behave in a certain way if you don't do that we're going to just mess up which is what we've been doing so let's just change that and commit ourselves in next year to being inspiring to each other and to getting rid of the virus
0: yes thank you for that Um, Since today, we're also, besides interwining uh, the principles, we're also celebrating them. So how do you celebrate these principles in your life?
1: For me, I mean, the the celebration comes in the energy that I receive from others.
2: Mm, Yep. (laughs) I
1: love seeing organizations succeed. I love seeing teams win. I love to see marriages being repaired children's relationships with their parents being healed i love all those things that's what juices me that's what inspires me i love watching that happen i know it can happen i i despair with people who give up hope on these things yeah and when it it does happen it's just magical you know what's more magical than a marriage that gets repaired or a children's relationship with their parents that gets healed or an organization that's an inspiring place to work for. It doesn't get any better than that. That's that's the thrill for me.
0: Yes, it's that energy that propels us forward and together, yeah. right? Yes. Okay, well, finally, is there one line of wisdom you can leave with us or, or even a takeaway from our talk today that our listeners can dance away with?
1: Well, I think that... One thing, I mean, I, I suppose there could be lots of things, but one thing I would say is this, we have built a culture where strong means aggressive. Mm. And so if you're strong, then what that really means is you're a warrior, you're a fighter, you don't give up, You know, you're, uh, there's a very macho kind of energy attached to all that. But I think that's where we've been making our mistake and in reality real strength real strength mm. comes from humility vulnerability owning your weaknesses asking for help saying sorry telling people you love them in other words as the great iroquois saying goes it takes a strong man to be gentle yes. and the the greater strength of all of us Men, especially because men have really bought into the warrior mentality. But we can't be warriors when we're trying to be healers, Mm. they don't go together. And we don't heal with a warrior, you heal with a healer. And so, for me, it's about being a healer, not a warrior. That's the big, big change I think we need to make in our society.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Lance. It was wonderful having you here.
1: Thanks for inviting me Irene. It was lovely Thank to be for with being
0: you. Here. I love being with you too. Thank you so much. This was wonderful. Lance spoke about how he tries to live by his principles. Even though he has taken his message to businesses and organizations to help foster leadership, we can all learn by these principles and become leaders in our own way by inspiring others and living as he says as healers, not warriors. I love that. (laughs) I'm very happy now to bring back Rebecca Boswell, our guest dancer from Austin, Texas, where she is a transformational coach. We've been speaking with Rebecca about these principles that Lance has developed. So over these four weeks that we've been together, what is one step you gained awareness of that perhaps wasn't working in your life and you needed to learn or at least remind yourself about?
2: Yeah, you know, one of the things that I've been playing with um, has been asking for support, uh, asking for information, assistance from people who know things that I don't, (laughs) who have skills that I don't, um, or that I don't have yet. Let's put it that way. Mm. Uh, So in the last four weeks, there are some projects that i've been working on that really required some skills and some information that i just didn't have and at first i was i was determined to get it right and do it myself and find a way and use you know my superpower of tenacity um and sometimes you were talking we were talking last week about honesty and truthfulness you know sometimes I need to just say, okay, what's really going on here? And um, when I finally did that, I realized I need help. (laughs) (laughs) And and so, you know, it's amazing how a couple phone calls and a few emails um, and a bunch of questions can open a door where previously there was that wall, uh, the one that I was beating my head against. So um, I think it's unknown, known, and yet as we continue to grow more and more outside of our comfort zone, outside of what we've chosen before, um, not only do we require sometimes more support, we also will require different types of support. And so being open to seeing what is going on and being honest mm-hmm. about receiving um, that support when it's needed. So that's been huge for
0: me yeah and it takes courage to ask right yeah
2: absolutely i mean all the things that we make it mean right if i ask for help it means i didn't try hard enough if i didn't ask for help it means i'm not smart enough if i ask for help it means i'm not doing my own work you know or paying my own dues or whatever we all have our own storylines um but that's that truthfulness piece is being able to see what the storyline is and then asking yourself okay and If I was willing to go beyond the storyline and actually choose what my dream, what my creation is asking for, um, then what can I choose?
0: Absolutely. So it's really about letting go of what, letting go of that fear. Oh my gosh, what are others going to think of me? And just focusing on what can I do right now that I need? What do I need? And if we address that, then things start to roll. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And also, what am I
2: being, you know, there, there's our actions follow what is inside, right? So what I'm being actually affects what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. And so, right, if I'm being stubborn, <laughs> what I'm doing and what I'm doing over and over again is going to be a lot different than if I'm being curious.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So Rebecca's biggest takeaway was the need for courage and truthfulness. Let's see which principle most touched our other guest dancer, Paul Rue. Paul, as you remember, is a financial coach from Cape Town, South Africa.
3: The word authenticity comes to mind for me. It's something that when you were saying the, the, the steps and equating them to dawn steps, they yeah. really need to be, yeah, I, I feel definitely experienced to experience them, to live them, to um, apply action towards them, and uh, to apply authenticity to my life. And so, which I dance in and out of, I will get onto the dance floor, my experience, and then I will want to stop dancing, or I'll be afraid of thinking am I doing it right? And Mm. are people watching me dance? And I don't like that. And I feel awkward. And so I step off the dance floor and I sit on the side again. And so this opportunity with you and with the castle principles have really challenged me to keep stepping onto that dance floor Mm. and feel the fear and do it anyway. Even if I'm feeling reluctant, I'm feeling insecure in some ways um, just to go for it I've got nothing to lose and I've got so much to gain so being authentic to that process and being authentic to who I am and who I'm created for is very important for me and it's just a reminder to keep pushing forward and keep like you say get onto that dance floor
0: Paul touched on the important point where Lance's castle principles intersect with our humble podcast. In living his authenticity, he is able to get onto the dance floor of life. Okay, we've all come a long way together in these four weeks. I know I've come a long way. Just doing this podcast made me confront all my fears about my learning disabilities, about public speaking. But with the help of Lance and Paul and Rebecca, we were all able to dance together. And so now it's time to celebrate. Celebration is very important. The next time you achieve something, it's important to take that moment to celebrate it. And as we learned from Rebecca, that celebration can be a very simple one. Rebecca, how will you celebrate this awareness of all six of these new steps in your life? You know, ending the year of 2020 and entering the new year, 2021. I really enjoy
2: celebrating by um, honoring and acknowledging my body. So that might sound strange if I'm celebrating something for my business to take a bath, <laughs> but um, but I find that in so many ways, um, I'm constantly asking my body to perform so much and to Mm. support me in so many ways. And sometimes I take it for granted. And when I have an opportunity to celebrate something, um, a big shift or uh, a completion of a big project, I I really like to look at ways that I can honor and acknowledge my body, either with um, something out in nature or, um, a, a wonderful bath with salts or essential oil. I love
0: that. That's how I sell yes, like. <laughs> it.
2: I love it. And, um, you know, and just taking that time and making the space yes. uninterrupted. Um, and it helps to recharge my batteries and to, um, and help me, help me be more present when I am in the rest of my life. So uh, that, and then I liked, I, I, I love gifts and so every now and again I will find some gifts and so I'm actually looking right now I um, am very excited about a new uh, planner book that I got with a really fun colorful cover and Mm. just really beautiful pages to take me through um, January to January of 2021 and um, that is something that allows me to celebrate something in my physical world that I see daily that brings me joy and reminds me of
0: all the goodness and the possibility around me. Even the smallest celebrations can bring us so much joy if we choose to look at them in the right light.
3: It is a cause for celebration. And, and uh, it's something that, you know, celebrating is something that must not be disregarded. You know, and everyone, uh, no doubt, we'll come up with many reasons not to celebrate. This has been a tough year. We've had a, a very hard year for every single one of us. We've had challenges. Uh, we've we've dealt with a lot of uncertainty. And with that, become brings on a lot of stress and anxiety. Yeah. And um, But we must remember to, to celebrate the small things in life and the small accomplishments and, and awakenings that we can experience along the way. Because with challenges comes growth and growth comes new opportunities yeah um but i'm going to be celebrating my birthday also in a couple of weeks too oh. close to christmas Happy christmas. yeah <laughs> so we're all going to be going out to a uh, we're going to be going out to a, a wine farm here in the cape we're going to be all having a picnic and um spending time with my nieces and family so obviously socially distancing and wearing masks wow. and all yeah. that. But it is a course for celebration. But besides that, I, I just do do something for myself too. Um, I've got a book that I'd like to get um, a book in my heart. It's actually called The Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel, which is a fan, he's a fantastic writer uh-huh. and uh, has done amazing work. Um, his book is already out in the U.S. and it's something that I want to do, and I want to buy that for myself because I want to essentially give back something to myself. I think this would be a great resource to have. And it's something that I can even, um, uh, the, the words and the, the wisdom that from the book I can provide to clients as well um, and some insights. So it, it, it's something that I want to celebrate and buy for myself.
0: Happy birthday to you, Paul. And I'm sure you'll enjoy the book. You deserve it. So you see, celebration is important, but it's also easy. Almost anything you do for yourself can be a celebration if you choose to look at it that way. Before we wrap up, I'd like to celebrate all of you, my dear listeners, who have stayed with us these four weeks. I'd like to celebrate by reading some of your comments you've sent my way, and I thank you so much for them. One listener writes, Thank you for having the courage to create this podcast. It was very warm, insightful, inspiring, and authentic. Another says, It was a playful podcast being in the flow of life and allowing feelings to flow through us. One wise soul writes, I appreciate the transparency and willingness to share what others would view as stumbling blocks, but they are really stepping stones. Another says, I listened to your podcast several times and got a new nugget each time. And here's one that I really appreciate. Thank you so much for all of the energy, time, and effort that it took to create this very meaningful podcast. Yes, it was a labor of love for me. Finally, one I'm not sure I agree with, one listener writes, You know, you have a great voice and personality for the radio. I'm not sure about that, but I try. Thank you so much. And so this is it, the end of our four part series. We'll be taking a different approach for the next five weeks. I'll be reissuing my recorded guided meditation and deep breathing sessions. I originally delivered them live by conference call during the early days of the pandemic in the spring. We end each session with a nugget of wisdom. The health experts say we should be hunkering down and staying safe during this cold winter. Maybe these guided meditations can help put us all in a peaceful state of mind. I'll be posting a new meditation every Monday for the next five weeks. I hope to be back in late January with some new original programming for this podcast. But only if we continue to get enough listeners to sustain it. I'm confident we will. We love feedback. Let us know what you thought about today's podcast. And also if you want the podcast to be permanent, feel free to suggest topics for future episodes. You can contact me through my website, metomorph.com. That's M-E, the number two, M-O-R-P-H.com. Please share the podcast and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you, loving souls, for connecting with us today. And I'd like to thank everybody for making this possible. i mostly like to thank my husband, John Metaxas, who supports me in every endeavor that I do. Wishing you a safe and happy holiday and new year. Until next time, stay in the flow on the dance floor of life. As we say in Greek, Opa!